Hi, everybody, and welcome to Just Sold with Brent McIntosh. My name is Brent Griffiths. I'm the host, but it's Brent McIntosh we need to talk to, and he joins us. How are you doing today? Hello. I'm well. How are you, Brent? Great. Well, you said that episode one was going to be entitled, This Was Inevitable. So I'll ask what anybody else would ask. What was going to be inevitable? It was inevitable that I would start a podcast, Bryn. Uh, You've known me for a long time, and God knows I love to talk, and I love to share information. So this seems like the perfect medium to share that information. Okay, now before we start getting into real specifics, let's talk about how far we go back. We go back to the 1990s at CJCA Radio in Edmonton, Alberta, Canada, and uh, we had a lot of fun together. It was a total blast. We're on the same page in so many ways, which is why I'm so excited about doing this with you. I am ridiculously excited. That was my very first paid radio gig, <laughs> and you took me under your wing and trained me and looked after me, and I really appreciate that, and I never forgot that. Uh, I wasn't born selling real estate, as most people might think. I have been doing this a long time, but when I left university, uh, I did do seven years in the Edmonton radio market, and 930 CJCA was my first paid radio station that I worked for. So that's where you and I met, 1992 or 93, somewhere in there. Well, your enthusiasm level was the thing that always was what caught my attention off the top, and it's really been fun to watch your progression from the radio world into realty because your enthusiasm hasn't diminished at all. I agree. I guess I'm lucky to have found two different professions that I really love. And that's not easy to do. I think it's hard enough to find one, I suppose. So let's talk about, obviously we're going to click and have a lot of fun here. And my, my goal is just to throw it out there at you because you're the expert when it comes to real estate, but let's talk about the objectives of this podcast. It's going to come out once a week, but what are we looking to accomplish here? You know, and all of those have to do with just education. I want to educate people and teach them as much as I possibly can, not just about values of home or where those values might come from. And we can talk about that here shortly but also to give them some useful information that they could do, uh, things they should do to their house to add value, Uh, um, things that they can do to save their money to buy, in my opinion, the best asset that they'll ever own in their life. So that's what I I really want to share is things that they can do for themselves to own and owning real estate. Now, you've been doing this for how long? 22 years, wow. if you can believe it. Time flies. 1998 is when I left uh, the radio industry to start real estate. And it was right from the start, just briefly. Um, I, I joke about it, how bad of a real estate agent I was for the first few years, because I really didn't know what I was doing and didn't have very much focus. But eventually, uh, the wind under my wings and started to do well. And now I'm fortunate enough to be surrounded by an amazing group of individuals. We have a real estate team of eight individuals on our team. And so that includes six licensed agents 
and two, unlicensed assistants. What did you learn in the first five years? Can you tell everybody? Patience? Well, I, I, I you know what? No. In, in fact, I think I had phone to ring, and you know what? It didn't. <laughs> you have to get out there and make it ring. I will tell you that I had an amazing, really low single-digit handicap on the golf course, Bryn, because I didn't have any clients. So I just went golfing, hoping that the phone would ring tomorrow. But you know what? It, it didn't. <laughs> and, um, and in fact, it's, what a great word to use, that uh, patience, because um, it, it's when I came and started to get out there and work my tail off that the phone did start to, to ring. And so that's the key. If, if there's a brand new real estate agent listening and you're looking for um, the key to the real estate business or probably almost any business is that you just have to work hard. And you know what? The harder you work, the luckier you'll get. Now, over the terms of our podcast every month, we, we're going to break things down a little differently. The first one of every month, you want to do uh, an overall picture. Is that how you want to do it? I think that the, the first one of each month, we should talk about the last 30 days of the Edmonton real estate market and talk about value and where it's heading. Um, and we can talk about the market conditions. And I said earlier that I'm going to talk about value and we'll probably bring it up almost every single po- uh, podcast. And that is how is value determined? And I will tell you, it's a simple formula. Essentially, value is determined by three things. First and foremost, location. The value of the dirt, where that real estate is sitting. So if you live in Edmonton, you'll know that the value of the dirt in downtown Edmonton in the university area is some of the most expensive in Edmonton. It doesn't matter which direction I drive, south, east, northwest. The farther I leave the core of the city, the cheaper the land becomes. So the value of the dirt in the university area is going to be worth way more than dirt out in Leduc, for example. Secondly, square footage. How much is it to replace that 1,200-square-foot bungalow or that 2,000-square-foot two-story? Ask a builder about square footage. It costs more to build a bigger house. So those first two things are going to make up most of the value, size and location. Lastly, believe it or not, and least importantly, will be the cosmetic features of the home. So a house that's got brand new cabinets and hardwood flooring and granite or quartz countertops, of course there's going to be some extra value there, but most of the value will be predetermined by the size and the location. So I can't stipulate that enough. So when we're talking about values of real estate, that matters the most. Years ago, people were obsessed with trying to find a great deal, let's say, on a foreclosure. Well, to be honest, a foreclosure only sells for 5 to 10% less than a house that's in decent shape. So again, what you're looking for when you're looking for value in a property is good location, good size. People are as always far look- as where the mark. So sorry, people are always looking for value too and one of the things I'm always fascinated by is people think they spent 25 to 50,000 dollars on their backyard. Are they going to see that back in value or is that just help the overall package? Well, that's going to be one of our upcoming podcasts where we can talk about where is the best place to spend money on your house. And unfortunately, the backyard is one of the worst. There's a teaser. One of the worst spots to spend money on your house. So when we talk about that, um, I'll, I'll break it down and, and we'll talk about where the best value on return is as, okay. as far as 
spending money on your house. And when it comes to market update, especially right now in the capital region, man, things have changed a lot in the last couple of years. How are you seeing how things are playing out right now? Yeah, so obviously with this pandemic, things have changed um, for every industry and, and real estate is no different. And I'm hearing from a lot of my friends across the country that their markets were very similar. When uh, the pandemic got announced March 11th, uh, that really shut down the real estate market and specifically here in Edmonton. Our best real estate months in most years are April, excuse me, April, May, and June. Well, what happened is that everybody locked down and a lot of sellers weren't comfortable with having people in their houses. A lot of buyers um, who, who weren't necessarily super motivated at the time chose not to buy. And that really slowed down our sales. So we had essentially one of the worst March, April, and Mays that we've ever seen, period, here in the Edmonton market as far as sales go down. Go. Our sales in April were down 54% from the previous April. And not that April of 2019 was a stellar year by any means, because it was down from 2018, which was down from 2017. What we've seen in not only the market values since 2014, but also the amount of sales. So each year it seems to be getting worse. So that slowdown really stopped our market. We had a pushback of about 60 to 90 days, and literally those people who were going to be buying in April essentially bought in June, July, and August, and we had some of the busiest months we've ever seen for summer months, and that um, kept going right into September. And we saw 1,188 sales for the month of September, and to put that in perspective, last year there was only 832. So our sales were up by 43% for the month of September. Now that sounds like this gigantic number and a lot of sellers will start doing backflips thinking, oh my God, my house is worth 43% more. No, slow down. <laughs> That's the only amount of sales. And in fact, when we look at the overall number of sales for the entire year compared to last year, we're still 430 units behind where we were last year and about 1,000 units behind the 2018 numbers. So we still have some catching up to do. But it's been a fantastic July, August, and September because of these gigantic amounts of sales that we've had in comparison to previous years. The other thing that was really interesting for September is that for the month, we're at 7,248 listings on the Edmonton Real Estate Board MLS computer. Previous years, we've seen that number uh, last year was 8,500, and the year before, it was over 10,000 for that same month of September. So um, although we've had less sales this year, we've also had a lot less listings. What that correlates those people who are trying to sell their house this year are serious, and those buyers who are out looking at houses are serious. We don't have those tire kickers who are just looking for the ship looking, and we don't have people who are testing the market as far as if get X amount of dollars, I'll sell my house. People who put for sale signs in front of their houses this year are very serious about selling. And we've seen prices be a lot more realistic than previous years. In most years, I can tell you that 30 to 35% of the inventory at any given time is overpriced. We're not seeing that gigantic of a number anymore. It's probably more like only 20 to 25% of the livings that are overpriced.
So, Brent, if somebody calls you and says they want to look at a house and then you're phoning mm-hmm. and contacting the other realtor and the other people, these are serious people. They're not just coming just to view the house. They're coming because they have a real intense interest in that place, right? Yeah, and, and we'll find out that really quickly, too, by asking, yeah, the people who are out looking at houses because of COVID, there's a lot of extra, whether it be masks or gloves or hand sanitizer. Uh, the home buyers aren't touching the things that they were, uh, you're not opening cupboards and closets. You're not opening doors or touching light fixtures. Um, essentially, we're, it, it's like a kid in a, uh, when you were uh, going to the store with your mom and she made you put your hands in your pocket. Yeah. Um, that's typically what we're doing is everybody's keeping their hands in their pocket and not reaching out to touch things in the houses. And um, so as a seller, you might be getting a lot less showings than you once had. Right. But because of the internet and our way of marketing properties these days, we are able to actually bring in a better qualified buyer because of 50 pictures that we can put on MLS, video, floor plans, 360 degree tours of the property. So we're not showing 15, 16, 35, 40 homes to a buyer. We're showing them three or four homes and they're typically buying one. Uh, before they've even got into the process, and this will be next week's podcast, is we'll talk about the process of how to buy a house, each step. And one of the steps is getting pre-qualified for that mortgage uh, prior to looking at at homes. Uh, Most home sellers right now probably want to know what has happened to prices. And I can tell you that the median sales price for single-family homes for condominiums and for acreages in and around Edmonton actually went up in the month of September. Now, not by a gigantic amount, but we saw some pretty good numbers where normally at this time of year, sales are decreasing so quickly that typically the median sales price falls. And I use median sales price rather than the average sales price because I find it to be a lot more accurate of what's actually happening on the market. And for those who don't know the difference, basically the median sales price is going to be, if there was a thousand sales last month, it, it will be the, the price that was the number 500. Um, it's the one right in the middle. Um, an average sales price will tend to be higher than the median sales price. And I don't think it's really reflective of what's going on in the market because a two or $3 million house can sell and it throws off the numbers gigantically. Whereas if you use the median, it seems to be a lot more accurate and easier to track. So a median sales price in Edmonton and area is now sitting at 400000 A year ago, that number was 381700 So we're up almost 20000 which is great for the sellers in the market. Now, as a buyer, I wouldn't worry too, too much. Um, that price will tend to fall between now and December. So if uh, a buyer is looking to buy their first home, this is a perfect time to get into the market. The other thing that's really great is that you might have been able to buy that house last year for three hundred and eighty-one seven, and paying four hundred for it this year, but because interest rates are so low, that it, your payment will actually be lower this year than than last year because interest rates have dropped so much. Uh, we're seeing buyers get interest rates of one point eight nine and one point nine nine on three and four year mortgages. Brent, I don't know uh, how much um, your first mortgage interest rate was at, but mine was 13.75 was my first interest rate when I bought my first home. Well, ours was right after 9-11 and everything just plunged. 
it was really oh. incredibly low and it just kept dropping while they were we were building a home at that time and it was yeah. uh, it was like i said you know it's all about adaptation or reinventing yourself a little bit and, and you touched on it through the covid stuff about how people have had to maybe readjust their uh, their thinking a little bit we might go into another little freeze over the winter although that's a bad pun but People are finding ways to make it happen and make it work, and it really sounds like you guys are doing the same thing. We are, and and you know, part of the service and of of our team and and any good realtor will be to come in and help people get the most for their property if they're a seller, and then if you're representing a buyer, of course, our team will be very good at showing what the actual value of that property is and helping to negotiate to that sum or less. And and that's the importance of hiring a, a good real estate agent like us or any good real estate agent here in town. There's all kinds of amazing realtors that we get to work with in the industry. And it is a really unique industry because the two agents will typically work cooperatively together. Although they represent um, each side in the transaction, it, it is a great industry that um, I get to work with some amazing people, some amazing colleagues in this business. That's episode one. Is there anything that you want to touch on before we start getting, you know, really deep into this? No, no, other than we will offer, obviously, a free complimentary market evaluation of somebody's property where I can get in depth and talk about the value of somebody's property, show them how to get the most for it, and show them how we'll market that property to get it sold for the most amount of money and the shortest amount of time possible. Okay, so how can people get a hold of you? You can reach us directly at 780-464-0075 or online at macintoshgroup.ca, macintosh, M-A-C-I-N-T-O-S-H, group.ca. Beautiful. We'll talk to you next week, okay? Looking forward to it. Okay, so am I. We'll talk to everybody next week. 